Happy New Year, Tellers. It is now 2021. Welcome to the new year. We've waited so long. It seemed like 2020 was like eight years in one, but here we are. And to start off this new year in January, Mindy and I wanted to do a series about what we learned from the year before. So this first episode, Mindy is going to be interviewing me about what I learned last year. Enjoy. Hey, Tellers. Happy New Year. We hope that y'all are warm and cozy and enjoying just another fresh start and hopefully had a great new year and a great Christmas. And so today I'm going to be talking with Keys and we are um, taking turns interviewing each other and we're talking about all the things that we have learned and anything that maybe really stood out to us during 2020 Mm -hmm. and kind of how we've grown Anyways, that's what we're talking about this month or this episode. And uh, so, Keys, um, do you have something specific that really stood out to you this year or uh, an area that you felt like you grew? Or to explain to me maybe how your um, mindset shifted over this past 2020 year. Yeah, well, oh, gosh, I went through kind of a doozy at the end of 2019 And Mm -hmm. so I ended up spending like a lot of 2020 just having my mindset changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I really, um, I still deal with insecurity now, but it was just terrible before of how I would think of myself. Mm -hmm. And I just saw and how I thought of God and, and the way God thought about me. And I would say like the main thing that I learned this past year was that mindset is everything. Mm -hmm. Your perspective on yourself, your life is so uh, important to how you live. And so I, I would, I wouldn't necessarily say out loud that I'm not good enough or something like that. It's, it's, I think it's kind of a weird thing to actually say out loud. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I would think that though, Mm -hmm. you know, I would definitely think that about myself, like, Oh, I'm not good enough to do that. Or maybe if I had ideas or dreams, I would just kind of disqualify myself and my thoughts Mm -hmm. and not do it, you know, Mm -hmm. or not go for it because I just thought I'm, there's no way that I could do that or, Mm -hmm. I might be talented. A few people that know me might think I'm talented, but not everybody, mm-hmm. you know? So I just would put myself down in my head. And I think of those scriptures. Um, there's one in first Corinthians, I think it's ten five that says we take our thoughts captive yeah, and make mm-hmm. them obedient to Christ. So that was like a big one of like, I need to make my thoughts, take my thoughts captive and make them obedient. And then the other one is Romans 12, 2 that says, have your mind renewed by the washing of the word, Mm -hmm. you know? And so listen, I read the Bible every single day. I've been doing that for years now, just uh, doing that Bible in a year, I do it every year, Mm -hmm. but it really is like, so (laughs) (laughs) who cares to read the Bible every year? If you don't believe it, if you don't, Mm -hmm. if you're not actually living it. And so it's easy to believe like, Oh, I'm saved. I I could believe that. Or, Mm -hmm. Um, just different things, but believing that God really loves me, believing that I have value believing yeah. that, you know, that I matter, all of that was hard for me to actually know that in my heart, have that revelation 
mm-hmm. in my heart. So I just, yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> so is there a particular place in your life where this would manifest like in, um, a, you know, like say uh, parenting or work or is there mm-hmm. any particular pa- place where you saw it, this insecurity, you mm-hmm. know, really yelling at you the most? Oh yeah. A lot with being a, a mom, mm-hmm. especially with the, the fact that I'm by myself doing it. So I'm yeah. the only adult here. Mm-hmm. And there's no one to kind of go, hey, don't be so hard on yourself yeah. or don't be so hard on the kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really saw this come up with my kids because whenever something would happen, if I got a call from the school or um, if they something, a behavior issue with one of them, I immediately would freak out because I thought that's a reflection on me. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with me. I, what, did I, what did I do wrong? How come they're acting like that? Like every single time. And it's like so exhausting to think that way. And I can't even properly help my kid if I'm blaming myself the whole time. Like I'm just in my own head blaming myself. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to really see what their needs are if that's the way I'm thinking. And so it really turned into parenting out of fear instead of out of love. Yeah. And gosh, like that's just hard on the kids. Like, so that means I'm constantly like, what are you doing? And, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just constantly in their face and nagging and, and all of these things, because I'm scared. Like if they don't do everything perfectly, then how is that going to reflect on me? And if somebody would tell me that I was a good mom, well, um, I don't know if I could <laughs> believe that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like, what do you even mean? So that insecurity definitely showed up there. Because if I think I'm not good enough, then I definitely can't raise these amazing kids, you know? So, yeah. So is there any, like, one thing in particular that helped you shift your mindset and see your worth? Or was it kind of gradual over time, like little things here and there? Um, Did you have an epiphany moment? Like, what happened? Well, it really came out of the worst uh, time in my life where I I got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it reminds me of the scripture in, in Romans, Romans 8, 28, that all things, God works all things for good mm-hmm. for those who love him. Yeah. Um, because when bad things happen, he, he can take it and use it for yes. his purpose. You know, he can use it for good, even though it's a terrible thing. Yeah. And so um, at the end of 2019, like I had been living for God. I've been a Christian for, um, it'll be 20 years next year. Mm-hmm. No, wait, this year. It'll be 20 oh. years in March. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and um, yeah, and but I just, I had a really rough time with how I was living and trying to, I don't know, trying to chase dreams. I was trying to be a stand-up yeah. comedian and all this stuff. Yeah. And I ended up, um, having sex outside of marriage. Mm. Um, I've been divorced for seven years now and, mm-hmm. but I've been trying to be, you know, faithful yeah. to God and, uh, and not do that. Um, mm-hmm. but I slipped and it had been years since I had done that. Yeah. And I just broke down, you know, and mm-hmm. I, and I called my pastors and I <laughs> confessed and everything cause I was serving. 
in yeah. the church, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I was like, no, I need to tell them. So it's not like I got caught or anything, but I was like, I need to to tell them what's going on and what I did. And I need to cut this off and I need to stop doing comedy. And yeah. I need to just focus on Jesus and what is wrong with me. And so um, I was just amazed because I also talked to my mentor about it. I confessed mm-hmm. it to her as well. Mm-hmm. And I was just amazed at the responses that I got from these really godly people that I looked up to. Yeah, I don't know what I thought they would say yeah. <laughs> or do, but I really just, I felt like the lowest of the low. To me, it was like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. Yeah. And how do I come back from this? Mm-hmm. I was the example for all these people that I was around. As far as doing stand-up comedy, I was supposed to be this holy one, the righteous one, the clean comedian. And here I am doing this. And so Mm -hmm. I just thought I'm so I'm terrible. I'm so low. And it just further pushed me down. Mm -hmm. But just to see the the love of of people around me, I was just like, wait a minute, y'all aren't kicking me out of the church or something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I just thought that I was just going to be I was ready to just be berated. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's probably because you were doing that to yourself and because you're talking to right. yourself that way, that's what you assumed other people would say. It's probably yeah. what you thought the Lord was saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so I, and that's what I, that's how I learned that, okay, I, I am loved by God yeah. is through the worst thing to me. This was the worst thing that yeah. I've done. I've had bad things happen to me. Mm-hmm. But as far as a decision that I've made, you know, yeah. this was yeah. the worst decision that I had made for myself. Mm-hmm. And that just to see God love me through that was like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. Because I couldn't blame it on not knowing. I couldn't blame it on I wasn't saved. Mm-hmm. You know how people yeah. will say, oh, yeah, before Christ, I did blah, blah, blah. blah. But, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. I couldn't blame it on that. It's like, no, I knew better. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, you know, I've been living this life with him and I still did that. And so to mm-hmm. see him love me through that and to go, no, I'm right here to be close to me in those moments yeah. Yeah. Um, that I got to spend with him and for him to just show me love, not just through the people I knew in the church, but just in my private time with him mm-hmm. was like, wow, I did. I just felt him wrapping his arms around me it was yeah. like every time I would go and spend time with with him it's like I focused on God I was you know I stepped away from everything else just to focus on him mm-hmm. and it was really beautiful <laughs> what yeah. he would do just to show up for his presence just reading his word just worshiping him it mm-hmm. was like I was I was loved and I was accepted yeah and yeah. so I mean I there was no denying it anymore Mm-hmm. You know, I guess when I before I probably kind of felt like, well, I've always been kind of a good girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've always been kind of a good person. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. smoke or drink or yeah, I don't cuss. You know, like I've always <laughs> yeah. kind of been yeah. like that. You know, I don't have uh-huh. this crazy party past. <laughs> yeah. So for this to happen, it was like, oh, okay, God's love is real. Yeah. And yeah. in that in that scripture that Jesus says, like, well, yeah, if you you've been forgiven much, then you love much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like, oh, God, OK, <laughs> you forgive me of this. Like, oh, OK, this is this forgiveness stuff is really, really real. 
Yeah. And so that's what really brought me out of just putting myself down completely. And I'm still dealing with it, but I recognize it mm-hmm. more now than I ever did before when I'm doing that. Yeah. To myself, you know, when I'm when I'm putting myself down or if I'm operating out of fear of rejection or, or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I just think that that is amazing and beautiful. And I'm so, what a lesson to have learned through 2020, how much, <laughs> you know, the truth of God's love. And I, I think maybe that you knew God loved you, but this was like a depth, like a, that yes. verse, it says the length and height and width and depth of God's love. And so you learned a depth of it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's just so, so from this place of learning and really knowing how much God loves you, what, what kind of fruit did you see come from that? Gosh, I'm just able to really participate in my life a lot more than I did before. Mm-hmm. I would, I would avoid people and things and places because of that insecurity, because yeah. of thinking I didn't have a lot of value. And again, I still deal with those thoughts still come mm-hmm. up but it's taking them captive you know it's, yeah. it's sh- shutting them down you know mm-hmm. um like I, I I said to my friend the other day she would always invite me to her house like all the time <laughs> mm-hmm. to her and her husband's house. they have kids and our kids know each other we all go to church together and stuff I never would go it was just never they would invite me to birthday parties other people she's not the only one yeah that would invite me to things and I'm just like no being around people and what if my kids act up you know what if they do something and I just I can't show my face again like I just (laughs) would shut everything down like no I can't do it I can't Mm -hmm. even go there Uh, but now I do like I'm I'm building friendships I'm hanging out with people I'm participating in my life more and it's not it's not that that those thoughts don't come or that they're completely gone but it's just Mm -hmm. like no we're gonna go we're going to yeah. do this. We're going to think of someone else. We're not going to be selfish, <laughs> you know, and just completely mm-hmm. think of me all the time. Yeah. So I, I still feel that at times, like I'm not loved, mm-hmm. but I have to, I keep going back to God. Like my hope is in him. Like my love comes from him. It doesn't come from having both of my parents and whatever, you know, I can't yeah. look at my situation and go, Oh, this means that I'm not loved because mm-hmm. of where I am in life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But to look at, to look to him and, and to believe the word that he gave me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it, it definitely helps, has helped me participate in my life more and to be present, not just for my kids, but for my friends, for mm-hmm. my career, even, I mean, you know, cause we talked about before how I stepped out and, and went to, uh, these new jobs that I have now, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's hard because it's, it puts me more around people. I can't necessarily hide as mm-hmm. much as I used to. I mean, at my old job, I would be in my office and I would close the door yeah. when I had my own office and I would just keep the door closed all day. Mm-hmm. Like mm. having to interact with people and talking to people, it was just like, uh, it's overwhelming. So no. Yeah. You but that, now it's like I'm meeting with people. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. So that what makes me, what comes to mind is how the enemy likes to isolate us and get yes. us alone. And so whatever he can say to get us a, to be alone more, he'll do. So he was using 
you know, your insecurity, your thoughts that you're not good enough to isolate mm-hmm. you. And then the more isolated you are, the easier a target you are. And just the yes. more I feel like that those lies could take root. But the opposite of that is coming out into, you know, the light and being around people and seeing your love. So it's almost like you couldn't understand how much God loved you because you were alone. And we <laughs> needed not that he can't meet us in a, in our aloneness, but you know what I mean? Like the people around you help reflect yeah. his love for you. And so um, I just love that. That's so beautiful to be able to come yeah. out to fully into your community. Cause I feel like you have a, to me, it looks like you have a great community, you know, um, oh, yeah, a definitely. great church, so many good friends. And then uh, I feel like the relationships too, you've built through your new jobs seem really, mm-hmm. really great. So, yes, that's true. Did was there anything this this year that surprised you? Maybe through this, what you're telling me, you know, this new um, mm-hmm. mindset, or even just something else that happened this year. Was there something that really surprised you this year? I think the way I think it goes along with this, the growth that has happened in my heart, because I mm-hmm. totally handled quarantine way better than I thought I ever would have before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, being just being in the house um, with the kids and everything. Like I would always just want to be by myself or be in my room or something or just not like, I just, I feel like I've blossomed in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm sure that people who, who have been around me, maybe don't think that it's like, what are you talking about? You've always been serving. You've always mm-hmm. been, you're everywhere. You're doing everything mm-hmm. all, all the time, mm-hmm. but that's, that's task stuff. Yeah. That's what I love to do. I'm an admin type person and I love serving. And so that's going to happen. Those tasks are always going to happen. I'm going to do that. But where I was holding back was just in being vulnerable and letting people into my life. Mm-hmm. Even my kids. It's just yeah. like, okay, go do this, this, and this, but not sitting down to spend the time. And it's like, we've done so much more. I started doing um, mother-daughter dates with Genesis where we mm-hmm. could just go and the two of us and sit and talk and you know playing yeah. games with them yeah. all kinds of stuff yeah. just personal stuff that doesn't involve oh let me check this off my list you mm-hmm. know uh, that that's been really surprising to me but again it goes back to what God has done in my heart you know yeah and what he's done to show me how much how loved I am and it really helps me be uh, who he wants me to be when I recognize that. And I don't try to kind of protect myself, guard myself too much, you know, yeah, yeah. shut myself away. Because you had said something about like how the enemy wants to isolate you. Mm-hmm. And when you're isolated, you're an easy target. Mm-hmm. It's true because if you're isolated and you're insecure, he's, gonna send someone around who can make you feel better yeah yeah you know mm-hmm. and that and, and and obviously it's the wrong thing but that's really what I fell into mm-hmm. you know is that oh well here's someone like this person thinks I'm oh you know mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like if, it, if yeah. I was more solid if I was more secure then I never would have even entertained that mm-hmm. because it's like no I know who I am so I'm not, I don't need that. Yeah. But when you're just 
putting yourself down and here's someone who wants to lift you up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's, that's how it can affect you if you don't get that under control. So I think people can sometimes see insecurity as like, like this, um, kind of like you're being humble. They can uh-huh. see insecurity like, oh, it's it's meek and it's lowly, and I'm I'm just humble. I just don't think that highly of myself. That is not humility. Yeah, that's a false humility, and that will lead you to destruction fast. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to me. Yeah. So if you're if you're cha- turning your insecurity in this in some into some type of self-righteousness then it'll lead to a fall like mm-hmm. that's pride yeah it really is and it's and it's selfishness because you're just thinking about you so it really we have to expose that for what it really is yeah you know mm-hmm. it was funny whenever you were talking about how you you've blossomed and um you know you just it, it sounded to me like you we're enjoying life more and had more mm-hmm. energy to spend with the kids and everything. It makes me think of the, the verse in Psalms 23, where he says, my cup runs over. So I'm thinking of God's poured mm-hmm. so much love into you. Just, it just can't help but overflow, you know, like yeah. into relationships and just being able to enjoy life. You know, what a blessing that, mm-hmm. to have a joy for life, you know? Yeah. And, and to be able to get up each morning kind of excited about the day and what you're, got going on and I know every day's not like that but you know what I mean like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's this, like this undercurrent of hey today's gonna be a good day because God loves me <laughs> yes yes and I, I think I lived kind of disappointed a lot too before oh, yeah. yeah and I don't so much now you know having this feeling of like what do I have to look forward to I don't have mm-hmm. anything to look forward to yeah. Well, if God is my great reward, I always have something to look forward to. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not putting my hope in these these earthly things, like I don't have this and I don't have that, and I, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. Um, but no, like I I have everything. I have everything, and I abound. I'm yes. overflowing, like you said, yes. because I have Him. And even though I still have desires of my heart, you know, mm-hmm. I still yeah. want to get married yeah. one day and stay married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I still have these dreams and goals and stuff, but my hope is not in them. Yes. I don't, I don't put them on this pedestal because I feel like that's the only way my life is going to get better. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only way I can really have value is if I'm somebody's wife or mm-hmm. yeah. that's the only way I can have value is if I make a certain amount of money and I can do these things for my kids, you know, mm-hmm. those those things yeah. that we probably would never say out loud, but we're thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Or we're treating it as that. So now that those things are out of, those idols are thrown down, <laughs> mm-hmm. then I can have that that joy of the Lord, you know, yeah. and not be caught up in those things and not live disappointed. Mm-hmm. Because those who hope in the Lord will never be disappointed. You'll never be ashamed mm-hmm. when your hope is truly in him. So I, I want these things, but I know that he's going to be the one to provide them. So I just stick with him. Yeah. Mm, that's so good. So thank you so much for um, being so vulnerable and, and honest and willing to share um, mm. this part of your journey with our audience. I, I know that it, I believe it'll mean a lot to people. And so um, just thank yeah. you for doing that. Okay, so I have a fun question for you. Yes, please. Okay, so what is the most random or 
silliest thing you did this year during quarantine? You know, this crazy <laughs> year that's been just off the wall. Did you have something in particular that was just random or super silly that you did? Yeah, I joined TikTok for like two weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> that's all that's as long as I lasted <laughs> yeah yeah and then I was out of there but I did I because look it was like everybody's doing what do I do with the days and the hours that go on and on yeah yeah and so I'm like come on kids let's let's do this and so I did a couple of uh, little tiktok videos with Genesis and and with Moses <laughs> and, <laughs> and um like dances to a song or something. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even remember what it was, but we looked a mess. I'm pretty sure. And, <laughs> <laughs> but what I noticed is I would, when I would get on there, I would just, I feel like TikTok is the most addicting out of all of them. Yeah. Out of all the social media things, it's, it's the worst yeah. because you could literally just be looking at TikTok videos like, all night and oh, not yeah. <laughs> like it just because they just play the next one they just keep on going yeah, the next yeah. One. and it, it's just it's too much because there there aren't many words it's like literal all videos it's not like youtube where there's ads and different things to break it up no it's just one after another yeah 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 i was on there for uh two weeks Wait. and i remember <laughs> i had a facebook friend uh probably a, a fellow um comedian on facebook was like I don't want to see you people on TikTok or something <laughs> like that. He was like clowning, and I'm like, "Ooh, you're right." I'm like 39. I don't need to be, <laughs> I don't need to be doing this. But pe- I know a lot of people have made like businesses out of it. Get so many followers. They have like shows. They do cooking videos and all kinds of stuff. Like people have found good uses for it. Mm-hmm. But I was just doing mess, and I was like, "Okay, this yeah. is enough." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you save any of those videos to your phone? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, Lord. Uh, that's, yeah. that's great. What a great way. Well, thank you so much for this conversation. And um, yeah, yeah. I just I just think it's going to be really great. So, um, well, we will see y'all next week and Keys will get to interview me. So, yes. <laughs> so excited. All right, everybody. Happy New Year. Have a great day.